Welcome, you're listening to the Cultivate Podcast, where we share stories to help us cultivate the characteristics of Christ. We're your hosts, Lydia Bridgman and Kayla Hallstrom. Thanks for joining us as we grow together. Merry almost Christmas. We have a fun chat planned today centered on this season of Advent leading up to Christmas and all the anticipation that it brings. We hope that today's show brings you joy and hope and helps to direct your heart towards Jesus this season. So to start off the show today, we want to look at two questions that will lead us into our topic for today. So for the first question, let's do some reflecting to start off the show because I love, and I know Kayla does too, I love reminiscing on just sweet memories from Christmas times in the past. So listeners, feel free to think about these questions as well as we chat about them. So Kayla, first off, what were some of your favorite Christmas traditions growing up? Yeah, there were two that came (laughs) to mind. One that's been kind of going on in our family for a while now and one that's more new as we're like all older and like, you know, adult kids um, in our parent, you know, in relationship with our parents. But um, the first is starting as a grade school student, probably maybe middle school, my mom started picking out Christmas ornaments, one for each of us. Um, and she would give it to us on like th- the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. So when the, so like before the tree is decorated and all that. Um, and most of the time they were something that like represented our year. So like, you know, mm. when we got our driver's license or like, like when I learned to play guitar or like when I went off to college, they're just, Cute. you know, um, sometimes they're all the same. Sometimes yeah. she gets us something just like really simple mm-hmm. and Christmassy. That's all the same this year. That was, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of all got the same ornament, but that's something just really simple and special that we've done over the years. And then in the recent years, since, you know, we don't all live uh, at my parents' house anymore mm-hmm. and, you know, Christmas traditions change when you're yeah. kind of in your own household and different schedule, we do breakfast together on Christmas Eve. So we try mm-hmm. to like start those couple like actual holiday days all together. And the last couple of years we've had chicken and waffles Oh my word. as our breakfast. Yum. So Love yeah, it. we all look for Like Love this year, mom was like, so are we doing that again? And my brother's like, yeah. why would we not? Like, <laughs> yeah, we're here for it. Yeah, so. if it works while well, you're like, hey, let's do it every year. I yeah. love it. That's great. What about you, Lydia? Yeah. So one that like immediately stuck out in my head was um, stockings have always been a really big thing in my family. And um, my dad like kind of organized this, which guys, you can tell um, kind of my dad's personality from his episode a few episodes back, but he is just all about like bringing the family together. Yes, he is. My dad's huge about family traditions. And for a really long time, um, even when we were younger, my dad would give us each some money, which of course, as you're a young kid, like that's the most exciting thing ever. Like dad gave me money to spend and um, we would each like draw out a different person from the family and there's only five people in my immediate family. And so um, we each would pick out a certain person and we would be responsible for gathering things together at like Target. Sometimes we would go to the mall or Walmart and we could buy whatever gifts we wanted for that specific person's 
stockings. So we thought about their favorite candy. Um, We had money for like gift cards to put in there. So all sorts of different things. Um, And what I really loved, and I know you and I have talked about this, is just how intentional we could be with that person's gifts in their stockings. Um, I know for me, I'm a person that just really, really loves intentional gift giving and really thinking about, you know, what specific place would this person want a gift card to? Or even more specific, like um, going through some of the aisles and just saying, you know, oh, this this reminds me of this person. I'm going to yeah. put it in their stocking. And that was just always so special for us. Um, I think my love for like intentional gift giving really kind of came out of that. So that was a really special one. Um, we also did like a Christmas pajama um, tradition and we still do it today where um, the pajamas are from Elf Penny. That mm. was always the name. Of course. And I found out years later that it was because my mom would always get our Christmas pajamas from J.C. Penny. Oh, and that's I cute. And I thought that was funny back in the day because I think back in the day, J.C. Penny was like, Oh yeah, place this place to, Yeah, department yeah, stores were it. Family, yeah, yeah, family um, pajamas. And so we still do it today. And it's so funny because my dad or my mom still goes out, rings the doorbell, and we all come in. And now there's Christmas pajamas for like our, you know, my sister's boyfriend, for Jimmy, my husband. So I know a lot of families do Christmas pajamas, yeah. but... I feel Not like, everybody has Elf Penny though. Yeah, Elf Penny is alive and well. And this year it was funny. My dad gave us um, like an option of, do you want like a robe this year? Or do you want Elf Penny to bring pajamas again? Or do you want slippers? So kind of like an option. Ooh. And one of the options he put on there was face masks. I was like, dad, what are you doing? Oh my goodness. That's funny. So, and that one was just a joke. I think he was like, it was a joke, but yeah, I love family Christmas traditions. It's just so fun. Yeah. So, so good. (laughs) So fun to think about those, even as you're talking about the stockings, this will be the (laughs) second year in my small group, so in my group of friends yeah. that we've done what we call dollar days. Yes. Where we spend $1 on every person. So instead of doing a $10 like single gift exchange, you know, like a white elephant or, you know, like a, whatever those are called, the words are escaping me. Um, yes. There's another name for them, but, but we do $1 on every person. So it comes out to like the same amount because there's, you know, eight or yeah. nine of us in group. So yeah. yeah. And you can still be intentional. With oh that. yeah. It's so fun yeah, to see what people like, come up with yeah, for a dollar. I love it. So, That's so, so fun. So those are just fun traditions, you know, to look back on, but looking ahead, Lydia, is there anything you're looking forward to in the near future? Yeah, so Jimmy and I are really anticipating um, over Christmas break, uh, right after Christmas, we're going to go to Key West, Florida for our five-year anniversary. So fun. I've just been anticipating that. I have a little countdown on my phone here (laughs) and let's see, how many days are we at? We're at 15 days. Oh, that's so, like so soon. Yeah, you guys like are getting so like the soon. day after Christmas. We're right? actually going the night. The night. Of that's Christmas. right. That's right. Yeah, we changed it because if you don't know, listeners, on Christmas Day, not a lot of people travel. I mean, you could probably assume that. Um, it's usually right before or after, so right. you can so actually get flights a little cheaper. Cheap. Yeah, I bet. Um, not super cheap, but you know, cheaper than they'd be like right after Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, super, Smart. super excited for that. Yeah, so fun. Yeah, what about you? 
honestly, I was thinking about this and I am just excited for less transition. Mm. 2021, a lot of like major areas of my life changed. I graduated (laughs) with my master's. So I'd been in school for the last two years. That was done. At work, um, I was the only one in my department who didn't change jobs. So I had a whole new team that kind of changed through slowly throughout the year, you know. Um, so that was a big change. And then I also moved um, to a new new house with uh, and, and gained a roommate. And so I'm just looking forward to a little less transition mm-hmm. next year. I just think, yeah. I feel like, you know, this year was a lot of change and now things have kind of settled. You know, I've got this new team and new roommates. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully... Hopefully there'll be less less uh, change and more consistency yeah. next year. But you never yeah. know. You never know. <laughs> I know the the world we're living in right now. It's really hard to have consistency in yeah. our lives. But so thankful that good friends, community, family, yes. and the Lord are consistent yes. through all. Of and that. I one thing's for sure: I will not be going back to school, so I can count on that. <laughs> no doctorate, Doctor mm. Kayla. I think the listeners want Doctor Kayla. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> No. Actually, it'd be Dr. Hallstrom, not Kayla, but... Well, yeah, true. Well. I guess you're right. It could go both ways. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Great, great, great. Well, guys, we did not just ask those questions just for fun. Yes, it is fun to think about um, looking back and looking ahead to what's to come in this new year. But um, in all seriousness, as believers, we look back, but we also look forward and I just think about children and how they delight in rem- in remembering past Christmas joys. And some of those are what you and I just reflected on, but they also look forward to what awaits them under the tree each year and what's to come each Christmas. Both looking back and looking forward bring delight to our hearts, right? And as God's people, we look back and remember that Christ has come and redeemed the world. And each year we can thank God for sending his son and again, be in awe of the miracle of Jesus's birth. And then we can look forward and hope for that day when he's going to come again and make all things new. Yeah, so good. You know, this season leading up to Christmas is is often referred mm-hmm. to as Advent, especially if you're in more of a traditional uh, yeah. style church. I feel like the mm-hmm. the modern church has kind of lost right. that term yeah, a little term. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but Advent just means the arrival of, of a noble person, which makes it a fitting name mm-hmm. uh, for this season that we're actually in the middle of right now. On Sunday, we'll be... Uh, Sunday from when we're recording will mm-hmm. be the halfway point of Advent. You know, so in the traditional or liturgical church calendar, it starts four Sundays before Christmas. And so what really defines this season is focusing on the coming of Christ through his birth 2000 years ago, which we can read about all throughout scripture, but probably the most famous passage is from Luke 2, or as I love to watch every year, the Charlie Brown Christmas special oh, with I little Linus, it. right? Yes. Linus on stage. Yes. yes. And lo, do you know, yes. he says the King James version. It's so cute. Yeah. I got to watch that. I haven't yet this year. So that needs to be on the list. But, you know, each Sunday leading up to Christmas, uh, those four Sundays have a central theme. And so the first one is is this hope or or promise that we have. The second one being the preparation preparation and and like waiting and the prophecies. Mm -hmm. So all these things that, that 
tell us that like at the time they, they knew the Old Testament prophecies and this preparation. Mm-hmm. Third being joy and peace and the final Sunday being love and adoration. And so mm-hmm. it's really about preparing our hearts, right? Like Jesus knows what he's doing. It's mm-hmm. about preparing our hearts and being ready to celebrate the birth of Jesus. But that actually is only the first half of what this Advent season is all about. Yeah. Yeah, so the second part of Advent is really remembering that Jesus will return again. Mm -hmm. And just as God promised the Messiah, Jesus would come and he did, Jesus also promised that he will return again. In Revelation 22, 20, it says, he who testifies to these things says, yes, I'm coming soon. So Advent is a time to reflect and celebrate this fact as well. And this is awesome news that Jesus is coming again. And I just want to read this passage here because Revelation 19 um, just explains and gives a beautiful picture, I feel like, of what Jesus' return will be like. So here's Revelation 19, 11 through 16, if you want to look that up with us. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse And he who sat on it is called faithful and true. And in righteousness, he judges and wages war. His eyes are flame of fire and on his head are many diadems. And he has a name written on him, which no one knows except himself. He's clothed with a robe dripped in blood and his name is called the word of God. And the armies which are in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, were following him on white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, so that with a rod, so that he may strike down the nations. And he will rule them with a rod of iron, and his and he treads the winepress of the fierce wrath of God, the Almighty. And I love this part. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written. King of kings and Lord of lords. So powerful. Yeah. I love and there's that. a lot we could dissect oh, and, man. and tear apart from that. The book a lot of Revelation. Of, yeah. Yeah. But, Just so much yeah. packed into a few verses. Every yeah. year when it comes around in our in our mm-hmm. big God story curriculum yes, at church, it's just I love it. such a powerful reminder of, mm-hmm. of the coming of the second coming really of Jesus. And so yeah. um, something else we just wanted to talk about today as we're reflecting and, and unpacking this Advent season is this like, okay, so I recognize we're mm-hmm. in Advent, like, yeah. you know, right in the thick of it. What should our day-to-day lives look like? like in light of knowing this truth about Advent, about how Jesus has come, but also will come again. Mm-hmm. And actually um, on the first Sunday of Advent, I saw this quote um, shared and it has really stuck with me the last few weeks. Um, I will link to who posted it in our show notes because I don't have yeah. it with me right now. I want to give them <laughs> it's credit. It's hard to remember when I you're know. like looking on Instagram. Yes. Or I do have a screenshot something. of those so I can find oh, that good. username. Um, good, good. But I I just have clung to this mm-hmm. for the last two weeks um, and, and she posted that I always come limping into Advent, desperate for light, but almost too tired to look for it. And I I can, you know, I can resonate with that. Like wanting to do so much and be like ready for Advent, but Mm -hmm. like so exhausted from the season before 
mm-hmm. that it's hard to do that. And she went oh, on really. to say, but then I remember that the light came looking for me and that's the whole point. Mm. And that has just been so challenging, but also comforting yeah. to me. You and know, Jesus cha- is the light. Yes, yeah. yes. That challenging in my view of this season, because I often feel, maybe listeners, you feel this way too, that like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not ready enough. I don't have the right reading <laughs> plan or the right, whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. just not a, a, enough or the right things, you know. Mm. Um, but the entire point of the season is recognizing the gift that Jesus is to us, right? It's It's not... I mean, not that what we give to the Lord is not important, but that's not really the focus of this season. And that's so comforting that he stepped down and came Mm. looking for each and every one of us, looking to restore the relationship that we have lost. You know, we have been given so, so much through the gift of Jesus. Mm. Um, Just this week, you listeners, you probably know that I work with middle school and high school Mm -hmm. students. And so, and youth group this week um, and this month, we've been talking about um, the importance of the birth of Jesus and some different facets of that. And um, our speaker this week was just sharing, like there are so many things um, that are a gift to us through Jesus. And just some of those that I was reminded of in that message is that Jesus is a representation of the truth to us, right? We know in John that he says he is the way, the truth, and the life. And so by knowing Jesus, we know the truth. Um, And secondly, that that he he is a representation of the father, right? Like he is an image bearer of our father, our Lord. And so we can know the father through him. And then thirdly, Mm -hmm. and I thought this was so powerful is that he also represents us Mm. to the father that that goes both ways that, you know, it's not just, um, we know God Mm. better because of that, but he is also the go between them. A lot of people call him the mediator, right? Between us Mm. and the father. And, you know, that's just a small list of things that are true in our lives because of the birth of Jesus, because of this Advent season, you know? Yeah. That's just amazing. I, I feel like, I was kind of reflecting on this and I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Just the connection between the father and the son Mm -hmm. and, um, and just what you just shared, because I started thinking about, you know, I just forget so much that, that really focusing on, okay, God sent his son. And I love how you said to um, represent us. Mm -hmm. Like he knew that we couldn't do it. And so he sent his son and that's just an amazing gift. And it's not just that gift. It's all the other gifts that overflow. Oh yeah, that's just one part. It's like salvation, but then there's so many other things that Jesus came to bring. And so um, I like to say, and I know a lot of listeners have probably heard of this before, that right now the space we're living in is... Um, between the has come, but the not yet. Yeah. It's that in-between period where, okay, Jesus came and we now are justified through him, but Jesus is coming back again to make all things new mm-hmm. and um, 
to take us with him. And so um, in this period, like you kind of said, this pursuit can really be a struggle at times, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. In this season, it's hard. We can feel not worthy enough or like we're not doing enough. Um, but the light has come and has overcome the darkness. Yeah. But what about our fears in the hard season? So no. let's kind of talk about that because that is a reality that we're in this in-between period. Yeah. So what do we kind of do with with the fear, the anxiety, the things we still struggle with on this side of eternity? And Kayla actually had mentioned as we were talking about this before um, and kind of planning it out, she had talked about um, a song that she had just been meditating on, a Christmas song and a line of a Christmas song. And so this past week, it really got me thinking about when I'm listening to the radio or Spotify Mm -hmm. um, and Christmas songs come on really just to slow down and really meditate on the words. And um, oh, little time of Bethlehem came on. And I just, um, really, my heart was just so encouraged by this line. It says, yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. Yeah. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. And I thought that was a great picture because right now there are dark streets. There are dark things on this side of heaven. Um, But through that, the light still shines and our hopes and fears that we will have hopes, we will have fears of all the years, all this time in between are met in Jesus. And so hopes and fears are two things that are common to all of us here on Mm -hmm. earth, right? The years go by with different degrees of one or the other or both in each of us. And oftentimes we find that when our faith is strongest, we're likely to hold more hope. But when our faith is weakened, fear can really start to take over. Yeah. And naturally, I know that I want hope that isn't just, well, I hope so, but hope that is confident. I know so. Yeah. Yet when something really hard comes our way, it can really rock our reliance and trust in God. Um, The fear can be exhausting and paralyzing. And um, that's for us with faith, right? I can't imagine walking through it without faith. Um, Whether we're hoping for a miraculous healing for someone um, or we're simultaneously working to overcome um, a fear of of what's going to happen next. What does the next season look for me? We're hopeful for a better situation at work, for example, but we're still anxious that it might never improve. We're praying for a more stable world at this time, but current events can make us really question where God is. Family members hurting each other, financial struggles, a sudden death, a lost home, addiction, any number of traumatic events can really easily throw us into turmoil and fear. And our feelings and fears can really become the devil's playground, right? He can come in and try to have that darkness overcome the light that we carry inside of us. And it can leave us vulnerable. Um, It can leave us in despair. But um, I heard on an awesome sermon series that the Village Church um, based out of Flower Mound, Texas is doing right now. The birth of Jesus is the death of fear. And that's what the pastor said. And that struck me so much because I realized, wow, I can have confidence 
in God because he kept his promise to send his son as our living hope and sacrificed him on the cross for our sins. And so the birth of Jesus, what that meant for what Jesus was gonna do, that was the death of fear. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the line, it's funny that, mm-hmm. you know, this is one that stuck out to you because I feel like mine was so similar Yeah, with like um, simple line, silent mm-hmm. night. I'm sure everyone, yeah. you know, knows it, but that that it just struck me, all is calm, all is bright, which I feel like is on like mm-hmm. signs and Christmas cards and like oh, everywhere. Yeah. That one is one that's yeah. quoted a lot, but it's just like, wait a minute, like un- unpack this. Think mm-hmm. about a world where all is calm and all is bright, meaning there is no darkness, there is no anxiety. And like that, that is what we were given through the birth of Jesus. And that just hit me in a new way of, of you know, mm-hmm. understanding that, yeah, with Jesus, all is calm and all is bright. Does that mean the world mm-hmm. around us feels that way? No, not always, probably. Most of the time it doesn't, but we can have this hope that at the end of the day, when this is Mm -hmm. all said and done, that all will be calm and all will be bright. Yeah. And we want to know that that our suffering's for a purpose. We want to know that it's all going to make sense, right? Mm -hmm. And and God can get us through our fears and surround us with this peace when we really submit those those what ifs, those why can'ts, those I it has to work out my way when we submit those to him because he's in control. And so the birth of Jesus brought all the hopes and fears of all humanity together in his plan for our salvation. This Christmas, we can ask and allow him to overcome our fears with his hope. Not the hope of I hope so, but the certain hope of I know so. Because he's coming back for us and we get to spend eternity with him. And that really changes our perspective when we're going through hard things on this side of heaven. Yeah, so, so true. Well, Lydia, we've already been going at this for almost half an hour now. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my we gosh, like, we could chat all day. Jimmy know. knows it. Yes. Um, but to wrap us up, this is sometimes mm-hmm. pretty much always my favorite section. <laughs> we all know it. We all know it. We always have um, this at the end. Yes. But Aww. let's talk a little bit about how we practically celebrate and, and um, live in this season of Advent and, and just some different ways we can do that to help us you know, reflect it and spend some time um, thanking the Lord for the gift of Jesus' first coming and looking forward um, in anticipation to that second coming like we were talking about. So there are two things and I actually wrote them probably in reverse order. So I'm gonna switch it up on you. I'm gonna go the other way. Um, but two of the things I really thought about are looking at your routines. You know, what are the things that you already have in place that can, that can shift the focus to be more Advent centered. You know, maybe your church already did this. You know, we do this with our students where, um, you know, last week we talked about Mary and just um, the promise that was given to her and the the message of the angel and Elizabeth and John the Baptist. And mm-hmm. and this week we'll unpack, you know, Jesus actually being born and, and all the prophecy that was fulfilled in that. And so, you know, a lot of times churches shift their focus of their teaching or, or Bible reading plan. And maybe for you, it's the time you spend praying or or journaling, you know, that, that there can be just this thread of Advent added in 
to what you're already doing, what is already mm-hmm. a part of your your normal schedule and just be creative with it. You know, there's no right way to, to acknowledge the season of Advent. Um, but the second tip that I have that kind of goes along with this, that is one of my favorite is just the music that you're listening to or really music and, and podcasts and teaching and all that, um, like audio book is so, so common, you know? Mm-hmm. What are you listening to, you know, as you're working, as you're wrapping presents, as you're making cookies, mm-hmm. are you working out, you're driving in the car, can you intentionally pick music or teaching or an audio book or the bedtime stories that you're reading with your kids or, you know, all of those, um, those times where you're kind of consuming a, a type of media, you know, mm-hmm. how can that be centered around the Advent season? I think that's just such a mm-hmm. simple way. And again, something that's totally. kind of already part of our routine Yeah, that right. we can be intentional mm-hmm. in, in shifting those yeah. to focus on, on Jesus and Advent. And the Lord honors that when we are making intentional decisions to center what we're doing on Him. Yeah, I love that. And in this season, we know Kayla and I are right there with you. If you're listening and you don't have a lot of space actually on your calendar, it's filled up with with great things, but just a busy season. I love how Kayla mentioned. And the two things I want to share really quickly too with you are really just small still opportunities to just quiet your heart, slow it down, put your eyes back on him and try to savor this season and what it means. And so super quickly here, um, two things that I wanted to share is, first of all, just use downtime. I called it downtime. I guess it's kind of going place to place time sometimes, but like waiting in lines, traveling places, wrapping gifts to pray and to talk to God, Um, spend time thanking him for what he's done for sending his son and and spend time like we were talking about early sh- earlier just sharing with him your fears your stresses your disappointments just invite him into this season invite him into your situation um because he wants to give you hope and encouragement. So just don't underestimate those times that you have traveling or waiting in lines. Use it to pray. Use it to, like Kayla said, um, to consume things that are filling and just directing your focus back on the reason for um, this time. And then second of all, um, be a reflection of the light Jesus in another person's life this season. Um, Whether it's just a small opportunity, find an opportunity to serve or to bless someone. Um, You could help usher in the light of Jesus into what can be a really difficult season um, for some people Mm -hmm. around you. And so you're going to find that you'll sense the Lord's nearness and peace as He uses you, no matter how little um, that serving opportunity might be for you. Um, Just be a blessing to others and reflect um, the light of Christ and it'll be a great season. I'm yeah, excited. It's so encouraging. I mm-hmm. feel like I always just, again, like you said, the Lord's nearness as you're sensing that he's using mm-hmm. you in yeah. someone's life. It's just, yeah. What a great, great reminder. I love that our tips like go together, but also <laughs> have their own kind of little yes. application. So I love it. hopefully something we said there, uh, people can kind of add to their routines. Um, So thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. We hope this has been encouraging. Maybe you learned something new about Advent and all that that means, and hopefully it's helped you. Um, This has been a practical way for you to just spend some time um, reflecting on the gift of Jesus in the midst 
of Admit. And as we close out this episode and actually our last episode yes, of the year. And we rarely get to do an episode so in Christmas December. It's just usually so crazy. Yes, um, I would thankful. love to just uh, end this episode yes. with a quick prayer yeah, for the totally. last uh, couple weeks mm-hmm. that are left here in the Advent season and heading into the holidays. And even just, you know, for the new year is right around the corner. Yeah. And so uh, let's just pray together Thanks, here real friend. quick. Father, we thank you for the gift of your son and all that that means, Lord. Our hopes and our fears, Lord, that are met in the gift of Jesus. Lord, as we continue in this Advent season, as we head into Christmas, into New Year, Lord, would you just fill our hearts and our minds with just the wonder and the awe and joy and peace and all that is given to us through the birth of your son. Lord, would you um, get our attention this holiday season, Lord, with just all that you're doing, all that you've blessed us with. Lord, would you help us to be grateful, Lord, for uh, the gift of your son and help us to, as Lydia said, just be the light for someone else as you've called us to do, Lord. Um, And would we remember... uh, Lord, that the light came looking for us. Lord, that we, we don't have to have it all, um, all right. We don't have to have it all together, Lord, but that you came looking for us, that you stepped down into this world, Lord, and you have given us every good and perfect gift that we could ever need. Lord, we are so grateful um, for your love, for your grace in our lives, Lord. And we just say together that we love you, Lord, that we are are thankful to be a part of your family. And we pray this in Jesus' name, amen. And we are so grateful for each and every one of you and looking forward to the conversations, stories, truth that's just gonna be shared in the Cultivate podcast wow. for 2022. We started in 2019. I know. And that's here we are. Crazy. Here wow. we are. So Merry Christmas, <laughs> friends. We're so glad you're here with us. We hope you have a great holiday and a happy yes, new year. Happy new year. Thank you.